Hello, and welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I'm not a doctor, and I don't give medical advice. I do share my personal experiences, tips, tricks, and life hacks for living with chronic illness, disability, and pain. It is Fabulous Friday. Oh yeah, I can actually get my groove on and do voices. No, I can't. I just have a lot of animation in my voice. So today is Fabulous Friday. And what makes it so fabulous? Well, for a lot of people, uh, St. Patty's Day is a great, fabulous day, no matter what day of the week it works on. But this year, it's Friday. So have responsible fun, all of you green beer loving people. I have to be honest that I'm a little sad that I forgot springing forward meant darker mornings. I really, you guys heard me. I was thinking I was going to get more light, but that just happens because the seasons are changing and uh, uh, daylight savings time just drove me into more darkness. So that's been kind of a bummer, but it does not affect my little puppy's internal clock at all whatsoever. I've told you guys that I don't have to set an alarm to wake up one Yes, because of pain. But then again, also because I have this uh, crazy clock puppy, I will call him. He lets me know when it's time to wake up, when it's time to take meds. He lets me know when we need to go to church. Um, He he lets me know when it's time for their uh, afternoon meal. Um, And that came about because of the work uh, schedule that I had. I was gone for five hours. And when I came back, it was time to eat. Also, because we do wake up pretty early, what is the middle of the afternoon for others is really kind of our early evening. Um, Because my puppy will also let me know right around seven o'clock that it is cuddle puddle time. Um, And if I happen to be home after lunch, he also lets me know it's nap time. I swear to God, this puppy, he does it all. Um, and I, I'll ask him and I'm a little bit confused, you know, we, we, it's after lunch and he's just whining at me. I'm like, what you want water? You want food? I've given him both. Uh, do do you want outside? And he's not making a move. He's just staring at me like, come on, woman, get this right. And I'm like, you want cuddle puddles and boom, bam. He is on his way to the bedroom and he stops and he turns before he goes into the bedroom. Like, hello, are you going to follow me? And I'm like, ah, okay. Um, honey bunny, I'm taking a nap because, uh, clock puppy says so. And he's like, oh, of course, of course he does. Of course he says so. Now, some people would say, don't let your dog have their way all the time. I'm like, it's not their way. He really does know me. And, when I lay down, when he's been insistent that we have a cuddle puddle nap time, I'm always very thankful. Um, and he's very in tune. Now, it does get a little ridiculous if I leave the house, say, at 10 o'clock to go to the library and I come back at noon. Well, I've been gone more than five minutes, so now it's time for wet food. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how this goes. We're going to, nope, 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 nope. So um, there is still some boundaries and uh, the little one likes to manipulate 
the eating time of his favorite food to as soon as possible. Um, but, but we make it work. And my clock puppy is ever so fabulous. My big boy, he, he is also fabulous. Um, I'm not suggesting clock puppy is my favorite. Um, and, but he is a mama's boy. So do with that information what you will. I love all my bubs and they're all fabulous. I did have some time this week to take my friend's recommendation and get a few episodes of A Dog's Life viewed over the weekend. And I was right. She was right. Uh, It's a fabulous show. And I loved it even more watching it with her in mind. Um, Another friend has posted a, a show that she really enjoys, which is Full Swing. And that's on Netflix, too. It's a story about golf, which is very timely and apropos as we just celebrated the two-year anniversary of my uncle's passing. And it was sudden and unexpected. uh, And he was a golf phenom. I love the man. He retired early with his wife and they had their snowbird home in Florida where they could play golf. And, you know, he was the the golf caddy, the beer cart guy, just making life out of the things that he loved and um, such a vibrant life that we lost. But that being said, I can watch that show thinking of my uncle and um, really dig it. So that's a fabulous thing to have something that uh, elicits um, so many wonderful memories of my uncle. Now, if you'll indulge me a little story time about my uncle, there are some fabulous things that have happened uh, with this story time. It was two years ago that I got the call and I was in line at the post office and my mom called and she asked me if I was sitting down. That's not a great way to start any conversation um, and I could feel and hear something in her voice. So um, I pretty much told her she needed to tell me now. There, I wasn't gonna be sitting down and it was going to be worse to get me to a place where I could sit down. Um, and she told me that our, my uncle had passed and he happens to be her best friend. And my mom is alone. Uh, she's a widow and happened to be uh, in our home state. So uh, I jumped in the car. I spoke with my husband, I jumped in the car and I drove. Now, the bad thing about driving from Kansas to Iowa is that you start out at very high speeds. Uh, Kansas speed limit is 75 and you get into Missouri and it's 65 um, or maybe it's 70 and you get into Iowa and it's 65. And then in the farther you go north to where my mom was located, um, you go down to 55 and then of course in town, it's 25 and it's, it's one of those trips that it always takes longer to get there. Yes, I think there is some anticipation that we all have that, that makes it last a little bit, but there is also um, speed limits that are messing with me. And after you go through Des Moines, there's a golf course kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but isn't everything in Iowa out in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> um and that's where you're going to be turning off from a, a four lane to a two lane after the the uh, golf course. And since my uncle was so big in golf, 
I was going 70 miles an hour at the time and there's a turn. And as I'm making this turn, someone's passing me and a cardinal flew in front of me, right in front of my windshield. Like there, there was no way I couldn't see this cardinal, how he didn't hit my windshield. I don't know. And I can gender him a he because it was brilliant red. So he was there and I was like, whoa. And I've always known that cardinals um, represented people coming back to visit us. That's, that's a very common idea. But as I followed this cardinal with my eyes and saw the car passing me, it was the exact make and model that my uncle drove. And I knew it couldn't be him, obviously, but there was a connection for me with the bird and the car. And I felt that it was my uncle talking to me, letting me know I was on the right path, that I would get to my mom. He was leading the way and I could slow down in this last, you know, bit of travel that's pretty treacherous because you can't pass either on this two lane road. Somehow there's just the perfect little hills. The the only little tiny hilly part in Iowa, I think. Um, But I, I saw that and I took a deep breath and I relaxed and I was able to be with my mom and we could grieve together. And in the last two years, um, there's been a cardinal that visits my mom just about daily. And she always says, hi, Vince. And it's a sweet thing. And uh, she has gone again to Iowa as it is the season. And I have seen cardinals frequently at church, at our at our little church where we walk the dogs. It's also a lot off-leash dog park. And um, then I sit outside and I've been hearing this bird. And when I look, it's a, at the very top of a beautiful tree in our backyard sits a red cardinal. And I've learned the cardinal's song. And so now when we're at church, I can hear the cardinal song and I start looking for Vince before, I mean, it was a great happenstance and and he would come visit me and they get pretty darn close. Um, And I can take pictures and I can send it to my mom. And that's a really great thing. And now that I can hear the cardinal song and I relate the cardinal to my uncle, um, that is definitely a time that I feel connected and I listen for the wisdom and I can take that in and it's a beautiful, fabulous thing. So um, I'm not sure if you have that or what your thing is, but um, I'm guessing if you're in the throes of grief, there are ways in which your loved one communicates with you as well. Just keep an open mind and look for those opportunities. And with the fact that there seems to be more birds coming to my yard We've also had a, what I always call the Marlin house, but maybe it's for sparrows. Um, There's one in our backyard from the previous owners. We've been here now five years. And just this week, I saw the birdhouse being used for the first time. And then we've got the cardinal coming and sitting at the top of the tree. So today I am going out and getting a bird feeder and getting bird seed 
and um, to welcome the birds. It will also create um, quite the opportunity for the squirrel that lives more next door. I think the next door tree is where he really hangs out, but uh, he does like to come visit our yard and that makes my bubs day. They really love to chase a squirrel, which in our world we call Fred, because if you say squirrel, they know what that means. If you say park, they know what that means. So we have Fred's and we have church. So a whole different language (laughs) evolved with our household in order to keep the calm, um, but also to be more reflective when it comes to church. Uh, It truly is a time for me to go and be in nature, enjoying my dogs, enjoying and literally grounding myself uh, to the beauty of the world. So I hope you have something like that. And I'll let you know how the bird feeder goes. My mom is quite the uh, bird aficionado, and I'm sure she'll tell me what the best seed is and the feeder and that type of thing. Um, So I've got that to look forward to. Um, And then the show Full Swing, I'm going to try to watch some of that this weekend. And um, music, Let's, let's talk about music. You guys know I already love the Indigo Girls. And this weekend, I get to see them with the symphony. So there should be a lot of different songs than they do on a regular concert. Um, They have some really robust songs that have a lot of strings. They've got horns. They've just got this plethora of uh, instruments that they will tap into. And while they can do quite a lot, on tour, um, maybe with the violin, um, because they have a regular uh, uh, player with the violin who joins them. Um, they have the banjo, they have the um, oh ukulele, and everything like that. They, they don't normally <laughs> have the full orchestra behind them, but they've done this for a while. And uh, so the songs on their albums that do have a lot of Um, strings and things are more likely to be heard this weekend. Uh, One of my favorites is Virginia Woolf by the Indigo Girls. If you haven't heard this song, check it out. I really recommend the live version from the 1200 Curfews album. Um, There's something about that version um, and its rawness and its realness that I just love. So there is another duo that a friend of mine uh, shared from YouTube. I'm sure they have other, I'm sure I can find them on Spotify and such, but they're um, a man and woman duo. They're called White Horse. They also have an acoustic uh, groove, pretty mellow, and I really enjoy them as well. So those are a couple of music things that you can check out and tell me what you think. if you if if um, guitars and acoustic and harmony isn't your thing, I definitely have recommendations for that as well. Um, you know, because I can go to um, Tool, I can go to Godsmack, I can go to um, <laughs> I can go to the harder stuff that my husband has introduced me to, and I absolutely adore. Um, it's it's just like I said that that just whatever emotion needs to be elicited, there is a music for it. And 
um, branching out to have that eclectic taste, to feel the range of feelings that I can through music is just always a fabulous thing that I enjoy greatly. I mentioned last week that I had started listening to Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule, and it didn't really stick with me, Um, but that's okay, because not everything is going to do that. Um, This week, I did download, um, let's see, how do I say her name? Oh yeah, Brene, Brene Brown, and the book, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. Uh, it's, it's a odd shy of 11 hours that you can listen to this book. I have quite a few friends that reference Brene and has, she's been a really great source of wisdom and inspiration for people in my life. And I know that I've read at least one of her books. Uh, I do get jumbled in my head exactly what information comes from where, as I like to collect a lot. I try to uh, cite my resources whenever possible. Um, So I'm going to listen to that, hopefully have some inspiring words or wisdom. Maybe I can pass that along, um, which would be, you know, all the better. But that is the book I am going to be starting this week. So, oh, by the way, if you're a D&D fan, um, as you know, my family plays every week and I've just started playing myself. And what happens to be coming out the end of March? Um, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie. And I noticed last night that if you're a Prime member with Amazon, then it looks like you have early access to the movie this weekend on Sunday, the 19th. You can have early access as a Prime member to watch the movie in the theaters. So if you happen to be listening to this as it's released and have the opportunity and want to take it, hey, you can go watch the movie this weekend. Um, I don't know if we'll do that or not. I have no idea what time it is. I haven't looked into it. I just see things like that and, and I stick it in my brain or I try to try to remember it and share things. It's really funny what sticks in my brain and, and what doesn't. And um, I actually was thinking about doing a whole episode on don't tell me you forgot because I'm the one doing the forgetting if it's not somebody else. <laughs> don't forget my pen, pain meds though. I, I don't forget those. I did uh, finish the Mayfair Witches series on Prime and I gotta say it's it wasn't the greatest. I did read the book and I'm, I guess I'm not, I'm not crowd. The book was way better. I'm, the story was just not, not quite right for me. Uh, my husband finished, um, that show that everybody's watching. This is us. No, it's not. This is us. The last of us. That's it. The last of us. And of course, I'm sure you've had people saying you have to watch the third episode. You have to watch the third episode. I did. I watched the third episode. Um, and it is fabulously done, written. It's a microcosm of a story. So I think you can watch that episode and not really watch anything else. If you know this is an end of times zombie movie, um, the zombie part really doesn't happen. 
uh, in that episode, which is why I watched it. And it's a beautiful love story for two different couples. And so if you do like that, um, and are curious, I'm curious how you fell landed at the end, because there's been a great debate as to the morality of the ending. And I do not want to spoil it. So, uh, if you know the ending of The Last of Us, I would love to know your opinion. And maybe we'll just talk about that one day. So um, where do you stand? Let me know. Give me an email. Uh, gotanyspoons at gmail.com. And um, I'd love to hear that. I do hope you're having a fabulous Friday. I hope your weekend is wonderful. And I will have another podcast coming out on Monday. So until then, remember you're not alone and you are loved. Talk to you soon.